Okay, today's daf is daf memhei, and we, yesterday we ended the shir by talking about the difference between like well the different din that might apply to a goy. We said ein daka ve'ein chaser. So the gemara now continues by looking at the case of daka. So Rabbi Reva b'shem Rabbi Yehuda says mishi yesh lo daka lifnim in beitagvoaseratvachim Israel ein osero begoy oser. So we talk about the fact that in daka, if some places a wall and mechitz in front of the house to indicate that they're separating from the chaser, then they no longer would aser on the chaser. Now that was in the that was in the context the way we did the gemara was in the context of a chaser, but yesterday we discussed it in terms of the aliyah. That's how Reb Chaim explained the sugya. It was a shinugir song the way if you remember. And we said, Aliyah, the way it worked was, it's not someone's attic in Aliyah. It's almost like there's a house level up below. And then there's another level above that might have a chatzah, not many houses also in there as well. But there's another level above, sort of above it. Now, the question is, will the presence of someone living in that level above, because you have to go down into the chatzah, will that make it also in the chatzah? Normally, yes, it does. It would, the presence of those people going down to the bottom chatzah would make a problem. However, we said that what you could do, you could put up a wall there, like a, a, a by the petach, to, and that would indicate that the person is separating from the chatzer. But um, but what we see here is that when it comes to a goy, it doesn't work. Meaning putting up the chatzat wouldn't work, or sorry, the um, the daka wouldn't work. I think chatzat is actually the term, another type of petition you make in laws of, um, oh, look, that's why I have that in my head, sorry. But uh, daka, uh, sorry, did I say daka? Yeah, yeah daka, so that's the right term. And that would indicate your separating doesn't apply for a goy. Okay, so that's what it says. Mishi yesh lo daka lifnim mi beito gavoa aserat vachim Israel and oser have a bagoy will still oser is to present a problem. You still have to do schirot like we explained yesterday. Now we say machlafa shita tei derabba taman amar. We see that this is a we got a we got a kashna because amarabba that says Rav Yehuda says b'shem Shmuel kotel shikifu asulamot michano marvin shnaim vein marvin echad. So let's do a little little share here. Um, it'll be important for later on. So quite simply, what it means if there's a machitza, but they're separating two different um, chatzirot. The fact that you're putting a ladder on each side of it, so each side of the chatzir, you can see that kind of in the picture I tried to indicate, that that doesn't give it, a, that doesn't give in the din of a petach. Now, what's the din of a petach achieved? That's going to be important for the next Mishnah. If you've got a petach between the two, then they can choose to make an air of chatzirot either individually, in, separately or together. The important thing here, we say that the presence of a sulam doesn't give it a din petach. That's the way, again, we explain this like Rabbi Chaim explains it. Okay. But what's the problem with that? Rava says just now, they said in the name of Shemri Yehuda, that the, the duck, the, 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 the ducker wouldn't help in the case of a goy, in the, in, the, with the, in the case of an aliyah. Now, the question is that if it's not considered a petach, the presence of a ladder, then why isn't the case of here? In the Aliyah, the only way from the Aliyah to get to the Chatzir, because you have to go down, is by, by way of some sort of Sulam, they call it a ladder. Okay? So before we said the Sulam doesn't make it a Petach, and the two Chatzir are considered separate to another. If you've got a, a Sulam on either side of the wall, it has no impact on the wall. The wall still separates it. So why is it here, in the case of the Aliyah, where the Goy lives up above, and there's a chatzah down below. And the only way he he can get down there is by way of a ladder. We we and suddenly he now we're saying he's osarala. Now it seems to be it seems to have a din of a petach that it has a din of the way that this is the guy is going to come down and it presents a problem. So what, what it's almost like choose does a sulam have an impact or is it considered nothing? Okay, by the wall you said it considered nothing, 
by the Aliyah, you said it's considered something because a Goy would also everybody down in the Chatzir. So the Gemara explains as follows. Amrat Yosef Barabuni says, you have to make between the two cases. Taman al yidei sulamot, he had changed the word to ein. Ein nirudim kepatachim, again, this way Rechaim explains the sugya. He says, when it comes to the sulamot, the presence of the sulamot there is not enough to turn it into a petach, a proper opening, and that's why the sulamot do, effectively do nothing. But Amhachi, in our case, derech ha'elyonim lered lamata, aval ein derech ha'tochdine lamala. So what's that mean? It means that, I'll read actually Reb Chaim, read it inside. He says, Lolam sferalei l'ravbat usulam lav torat petach alei. It doesn't give it in a, the din of a petach. Mikomakom in our case is going to be different like in the second picture. Why? They came dal korachach primit over because the aliyah, the only way to get through the aliyah, for the people in the aliyah to get out is via the chatzir. That's the only way of getting out, like I show you with the arrow. So therefore, so therefore, so therefore, if the goy is in the aliyah, even if the only way of getting down is by way of a sulam, you can put a dakar, no dakar, it doesn't make a difference for a goy, remember, then then it, it's, that would make, it, the, he, the presence of him there will still make it asur, because, not because it's a petach, just simply because that's the only way for him to get from the aliyah to Rosh Hashanah, is by going through the chatzah. How do you understand the last name? Aval in derech elatokdim lamala means aval tachtona in sarich beachrech lamala. But just like in the case of the wall, where they didn't have to use the the, the ladders, and therefore doesn't need a petach. So to here, despite the fact that Aliyah has to use the sulam to go out, the tachtonim don't have to use the the ladder to go up. That there's no necessity for them to go up there during Shabbos. Okay, so Hilkach Sulam, therefore, Sulam etz, so Sulam etzel kotel, lav torat petach aleya, den darftotim alelamala. In other words, what we're saying here, Rabbi is very consistent. He says in both situations, the Sulam doesn't have the din of a petach. Okay, let's, in the case of once on either side of a wall, the two chatzorot cannot join together, it doesn't have the din of a petach, because there's no necessity for either of them to start climbing over the wall. I mean, they can just simply go out the, the, the doorway of their chatzor to get into Shusha Rabin. In our case, though, why is the presence of a goy a problem? Even though normally a sulam would, is, is not a petach, doesn't seem to combine the two sections. Well, that is because the, and if he lives in the aliyah, the only way for him to get into Rosh Hashanah is via the sulam. Oh, okay, so if you're talking about one-way passage, it seems to make it significant. So then why don't we give it the din of a petach? The answer is no, it still doesn't have a din of a petach, because people, those in the tachtonah, the chatzer, there's no necessity for them to go up. To the Aliyah. So even though it doesn't have a din petach, consistent shitat rev rabba, sulam doesn't have a din petach, still because the, the goy who lives in the Aliyah has to go down through the chatzah to go out, that's why, he's, that's why he would present a problem. That's why he would also Allah. Okay? That's, uh, that's clear. Good. So we have Hadran Allah, Perek Hadar Manochri, Hadran Allah, Perek Hadar Manochri, Hadran Allah, Perek Hadar Im Hanochri. Let's bring in the next Perek. Now, having talked about the fact that you can have some sort of a petach, a doorway between two chatzerot, that again, again, if you've got two chatzerot, two courtyards, each with houses in them, as soon as you've got a din of a petach, as I explained, they get the choice of making an Arab chatzerot together or separately. They can choose. So, chalon shebein shtei chatzerot. If you've got a, what if there's a window in the wall between the two chatzerot? So, it says, if it's arba al arba, if it's four by four, now four by four is tfachim, okay? And it's betoch asara within 10 tfachim from the ground. We'll explain exactly what that is in the Gemara. 
Then im ratzu im ratzu ma'arvim mechad. If they want, they can make an erev chaserot. Sorry. Then ma'arvim shteim im ratzu ma'arvim mechad. Then they can choose to make erev chaserot together or separately, as I explained. If it's pachom me'arba'aba, if it's just a small window that's less than four by four tefachim, or the whole thing is a lamala, add the word whole thing here, but it's all above, let's say above asrat, asara, then all you've got is a little hole. It doesn't have the din of a petach. And therefore, just like the cases we explained in Quintur Rabbah, the case of the Sulamot, ma'arvim shnaim, they're considered two distinct chatzairot, and you've got no opportunity for them to ma'arvim echad unless they bash down a, 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 some sort of petach between them. That is the Mishnah. Now, Chalon ben Shnei Chatzerot. So we said if you've got a significantly sized Chalon in the right location, it's considered a Petra. The Gemara now says, Hasrigim ma'atim ba'le'in and Shabbos ha'ba'le'in chazakot e'ma ma'atim. So what's this mean? Srigim is a um, almost like, uh, you know, the security bars type of idea. That's where Rechaim explains it. He says, Chalon she'esh ben Chalon, in other words, V'sorgin shel barazel kvu'inbo. So in a mesh or security bars or something like that, that would reduce the size. So we explained for a petach in the chatzar, it has to be four by four, but as soon as you start putting in uh, some bars, then that would reduce the size of it. It wouldn't be, it would make it therefore less potentially, if the, depending on the dimensions, but it could have an impact such it would reduce the size and it's no longer considered a petach. What's the din of chazakot? So if, um, this is, if you recall, this is in the sect of Abatra. In the, uh, in the third parak, yeah, third parak, and the it, the the din is what's the difference between what's called the chalon mitzrit and a chalon surit, and the difference between the two is the size. We'll explain in a moment. So if someone has a window, um, the question is, how, does that window have a chazaka? Say the window is going looking into somebody else's chazer. Now, if it's a small window, we say en la chazaka. Explain what we mean by en la chazaka, and the person on the other side can build over that window. You can build right in front of it. Why? Because you put a window into my chatzar. Now, the fact that uh, I didn't object to it doesn't mean I'm happy with it being there because it's such a small window. It didn't, it didn't have what's called a hezekriya, if it's so small. It doesn't impact my privacy. So therefore, but now it's inconvenient for me, so now I can put something in front of it. However, if it's a significantly sized one and there wasn't any objection, the person had it for multiple years, then you can have a, then the person could have a chazaka. Such that now this is a good window. If the person now wants to build in front of it, they can't. You can say, I've got a chazaka. This is a window. You're not allowed to impact on my space. You know, town planning type of considerations. Now, what we're saying here is, is that even though the sarigim can mama'it for Shabbos, it's not mama'it for inyan for, for, for chazakot. So if you had one of these big, um, surit ones, that has a chazaka, and you put bars on it, we say it doesn't reduce the size. It doesn't impact the size. Okay, now what's the difference between the two? Uh, Rav Chaim explains as follows. He says, has, this is in the middle of Dirbam al right? He says, Because the nature of a window is not to pass things through the window, it's just to look through it. So therefore, things that are like that might be an inhibiting me putting things through it, make no difference to me. I can still see through it. It's not going to matter. The, that's why, um, and so that's why as long as it's big enough. However, I'll skip a few lines. When it came to Shabbos, when you had a Chalom Batun Chatzerot, I wanted to turn that into a Petach. And a Petach is a means of path going through it. So therefore, that's why on Shabbos, the presence of these bars would it would present a problem. And that's the difference between uh, uh, the, the, the between Chazakot and Shabbos. Again, Chazakot in every year, so the bars would, wouldn't ma'at. And when it comes to Shabbos, 
it, the challah I'm trying to make between the, between the two chatzorot is for, for din petach. And therefore, the, uh, things that would um, inhibit or block my way of passing things through, yes, that would reduce the size. What's interesting here, just so if you're a benefit, um, what's the what's the difference between mitzvah and chalon surit? The, the Mishnah there says it's kosh, if it's um, if you can't put roshosh adam through it, then it becomes that smaller side of a chalon mitzvah that doesn't have a chazaka. That's okay, a benefit mitzvah shem. There is Yerushalmi on Baba Batra, so we'll get we'll learn about when you get to that. Okay, now Baal kamei Rav Abba. I'm sorry, I missed a bit. Let's go again. Lavali chazaka imam So now kash v'teven imamatim ba. When it comes to straw. And lavirus produce and things like that, that or grain that doesn't that that doesn't mama eba. So in other words, again, you've got this chalon and you end up placing things in that window, resting it there. That doesn't reduce its size. Why? Because minastam people don't battle to leave it there. Now, even if you've got one guy who's crazy and just might happen to leave it, leave it there forever, he says, "I don't want anymore. I'm just leaving it here." We say battle and dato let's call adam. It doesn't present. It doesn't mat. However, if you're talking about soil or stones. Those things will, will reduce the size of the chalon such that it can no longer be considered a petach. Now the Gemara says, Amra Vyosi Barbun, Asavim. What if it starts growing some vines, some, um, you know, creeping vines and the like, or, or grass or weeds, more the point. We say, Imanatimba, it doesn't mama it. Not a vine, more like weeds. Um, and because again, Minastam, someone's going to want to remove them. Okay, fine. Now the Gemara asks, Baun Kamei Rav Abba, Heichmat Amar, just as you said, just as you said, there are limitations in terms of how high the chalon between two has to be. If it's above 10, as we said, it's no longer a good petach. What's this case by batim? Do we say the same thing as well? So there might be, for example, a window that is between two houses. So they, it's a, like one of the semi-detached houses, the window between the two. Can I use that wind? Does it also limitations between if I want to make an Erev Chatzar between me and my neighbor in terms of the placement of the window? In other words, you might say that the house is considered commander malia dummy, meaning as if the house is completely filled up. Yeah, don't, don't confuse the Bavli Mishnahs here, but we're learning Shami here. You might consider it that way, and therefore it doesn't matter how high it is. Okay? So the Gemara says, Amalun in. Now, Amalun in means that it's actually the same restrictions apply. That's according to the reading we have here in Yerushalmi. The the Karbanea um, says as follows, Bait Bechatze Shabin Velo Amrinan Bait Kamalia dummy. Uh, in other words, we, we don't view the house as if it's like the, the, it's all filled up. So just as you have restrictions of where the chalon should be, the Shabbos, sorry, in the chatzer, to be considered like a petach, so too, even if it's in a house, has those same restrictions. Again, the assumption we're making here is it has to be within 10 or 10 tvachim from the ground and also the four by four. Okay. Now the question is, is it the same thing to kavata bechalon shabain shnei gagim? Do you have the same restrictions, but if you've got a chalon between two roofs, is it the same din? Same restrictions? Again, amalo and in. Yes, the same din. No difference in chatzer and a roof. Okay. Um, the reason why you might think differently, because once again, um, it says, me name and nami de kamanda maliadami as well. You might say that by roofs. It says, you might think that, oh, the restrictions are having between 10 and in that location is because Chatzar are shared areas. But maybe on my, between my roof and my friend's roof, if there's a little window between the two roofs, maybe that's different. The answer is no, it's no different. Okay. So we see so far that if this, uh, the window for it to be considered a petach, point of the reading we have here is, according to Yushalmi, it makes no difference if it's in an outside of Chatzar, between two roofs, 
in a house, it has to be four by four tvachim and within ten tvachim from the ground to be considered a petach. Okay. Now the Gemara says, okay, maula reb derech luliv. What about the case? What about derech luliv? Now what that means is, now this question you might think is, the way I've explained the Gemara above might seem, answer should be obvious, but we're going to have to work with this soon in terms of the suga I just read, how does it fit in with the suga we're about to read? And we'll see, uh, I've got a chance for that, so we'll see that in a moment. So, Maula Reb Derech Now, Alul here is like almost like a Aruba. Aruba is like a skylight, but it's not really a skylight, it's an empty hole in the ceiling. Okay? Can I do, can I use that like a window to do an Aruba between one floor and the Aliyah, house and the Aliyah? Okay? Um, do, in other words, the problem might, you might assume, but obviously you can't because we just said within a house. It has to be within Tetafachim from the ground. The roof is clearly above Tetafachim from the ground, but keep that question in your, in your back of your mind. Because again, how are we going to make this sugya gel with the previous one? So the Gemara actually says, it's actually Amar, Amar, sorry, Amar Rav Avmari, Machloket Rav Veshmol, it's actually Machloket. Why? Detanina Taman, Kol Gagot Yerushotachad. That all, according to Rav, uh, so, for, for, sorry, first submission says all the gagot in the era considered one reshut, such that you can carry from roof to roof. Okay? And now that's actually a subject to debate because between Chachamim and Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Rabbi says, Because Chachamim say, no, that you can't carry from one roof to another. That just as you're not allowed, just as the houses below are considered separate reshut, so are the roofs above them. That's Chachamim. About Rabbi Meir, however, holds that the fact that people, the houses below the roof or under the roof are considered distinct domains. We say, um, we say above it is not, it's not the case. Um, why is that? When it comes to roofs, people don't use it so often. There's no concept of distinct, distinct domains when it comes to roofs for Shabbos. Therefore, you can carry from roof to roof. That's Rebbe Meir. So the question is now, what's a machuk uh, Rav and Shmuel? Shmuel says, Ad time, and Rav says, bo ad kuru afilu afilu kuru afilu So let me just share the sheet with you here so we can appreciate how this is going to answer our question. And that's really what the end of the end of the end of the Gemara, and we're meant to understand from there. So the uh, Reb Chaimik says there are two ways to understand what's going on. So let's first, again, let's not forget what our question is. Our question is, what's the din of can I ma'arev derech halul derech this? I'm just going to call a skylight for simplicity because I don't know how else to what other term I should use. Okay, daruba. Um, so we're going to say that answer is answered, or it's dependent on the Beit Rabbi Shmuel regarding gagot ha'ir. So to appreciate, if Rav says the gagot ha'ir. Are you can carry almost unlimited how much you can walk, but Shmuel says it has a din of satayim. Well, that must mean that according to Shmuel, it has a din of a karpaf. Now, again, what's a karpaf? A, karp- a karpaf is an area that's hukaf shalolidira, if you recall. And therefore, if it's the hukaf shalolidira, then you're limited to a beitzah time which you can carry. That's something we've seen. Let's go through the reasoning and logic. So, according to Shmuel, on the left side of the page. We say in durim olim lamala because people don't live on the roof; they live in their house. Therefore, it's not considered as the area on top of the roof is equivalently round. Therefore, it's considered a karpaf because in durim olim lamala. However, Rav says no. It's true in durim olim lamala for chiluk rushiyot, like Reb Meir said. That's why I can carry from roof to roof. However, shaltin durim lamala, the presence of the durim below and the ability to go up. Makes it as if Lamala that it is 
that's not considered a karpaf. It's if a hukapla dira. So how does this connect to the question regarding the lulim? Well, let's understand it. According to Shmuel, since he says, Ein durim olim lamala, that means their dwelling space is in the house below. So I don't view the whole house as if it's filled to the top. So therefore, I can't make an aruba at the top. So, I, mean, I can't use the aruba to make a rabchatzerah going outwards. However, because Rav holds that, yes, sholtim during lamala, the presence of the people below and their capacity to go up there makes it as if they're able to, as if the above the house is hook up the dira. Therefore, it's as if the bait is kamalia dummy. It's if the house is completely fulfilled because the capacity to go up fills the whole space of the diur. That's the way, that's the first way of understanding the distinction. Okay. So therefore, if it's considered completely filled up, then you can do an eruv chatzero derech and aruba. You can make an eruv using that whole space. So in other words, the, whether or not, the, the first way of understanding it is whether or not you, the, the space in the roofs you're limited to kura kiraim or beitza time, in other words, whether it's considered karpaf or not, is dependent on whether we say, view the diurim olim lamala, kilu. And therefore, if we do view it during olim kamal, then that is if the house is completely fulfilled. And if the house is completely fulfilled, then that would impact, like Rav says, ability now we can do our chatseros through the aruba. However, we've got one simple question. But we asked, if that's the case, according to this understanding, how does this gel with the question we had? Meaning, if you say, according to Rav, it's completely filled up to the top, then in the previous sugya, the Bain Kameh Rav Abba says that the window between houses is limited. So how can the window between houses be limited, but I can also do through the Arubah? So therefore, one way of understanding is that the um, that, that whole question was only according to Shittat Shmuel. Because it was Shittat Shmuel in this sugya that says it's not considered filled to the top. Okay, so it's not filled to the top. In other words, you can go through the Arubah. Well, then, are we limited in the walls in terms of how, the height of the walls? That's one. That's how you'd make these two sugya gel together. The other way he explains it is, is that no, the question wasn't regarding the height, so it might be filled to the top. The whole question that Rav, uh, Rav, Rav Abba was uh, addressing was not regarding its height above the wall, but in terms of the dimensions. Are we limited to Dalat Fahim? And therefore, if that's the case, it's a completely different concern altogether. Okay, That's the first way of understanding how Rav and Shmuel, um, the, how, how the question of whether can, you can do Derech this Lulim, Derech Larubah, is dependent on the Machel Rav and Shmuel. However, uh, Rav Chaim says there's another way of explaining this sugya, and he says actually this is what I put on the chart as derech number two, if you like, and that's like we, if you recall, we explained the whole machloket between Rav and Shmuel in this Mishnah, but we explained this a long time ago. This was back on uh, in uh, uh, actually not a long time ago, about about ten daf ago, okay. So, and there we said the Machloket wasn't regarding Diorim or Lima or not. There we explained that everyone agrees what's called good, that the, that if the roof doesn't have walls around it, we say Gurasek Mechitzata, that the walls from the house race up to the top. That's why I can carry on. That's why, sort of halakhically, we view it as if it's going up. And that's why you can, can carry on the roof. But the question is, those, that Gurasek doesn't make the roof considered Hukapla Dira or not. So it wasn't an issue of going up and down in terms of Durim going up and down. It was an issue regarding the Chitzot. Do we say with good Asik, if, they, if they're stemming from a place where the Durim inside and it goes up to the roof, do we now say the roof is all Kafla Dira or not? So Rav said yes, and Shmuel says, yeah, well, good it helps you to make it sit rounded, but it's not Kafla Dira because no one's living on the roof. That was Machloket. Ah, how does this address the case of the Arubah? So if that's the case, 
Shmuel says you wouldn't be able to make a, a um, make your Erev Chatzar Derech Aruba, not because whether it's filled in or not, but simply because if the roof has a din of a Karapath, you can't make an Erev Chatzar to a Karapath. That's all it is. I mean, it's not, it doesn't address the whole concern of is the house filled or not. It's just simply another reason that there was, since the roof has a din of a karpaf, ein ma'arim chetzerech ha'kpaf. The Rib Chaim says, lo matzi el aruvei derech gag mishub da'in erov la'karpaf. Kedis verlei letos, what of a shari shonim. However, he says the Rambam's polygon it, and that's obviously a bigger union to go through. Oh, okay, if that's the case, ein ma'arim la'karpaf, then you've got a different question on this whole derech. What's the question going to be? One of the questions I asked before Rab Abba was an Eruv between two Gagim. So it sounded like the going to Shmuel, if they're Karpafs, well, obviously you can't do a Derech, you can't do an Erev Chatzar Derech, derech to Gagim. And the Reb Chaim explains, well, no, because that question could be saying that the actual roof had proper Mechitzot. Meaning we weren't relying on good Asik to create a Mechitzot. We had real Mechitzot, therefore, maybe in that situation, let's say it was Kukapli Dirapa on the roof, and therefore it wouldn't have the um it wouldn't have the dinner of a carpet. Okay. Though it's uh again, we had a bit more time in the shear today, so that's why I want to go open that up a bit more detail. Okay, let's um let's now continue with the Gemara. All of that was just like that one line of Gemara. Oh, it's Matharab and Shmuel. You can appreciate you know the depth of Rishalmi every single line. Okay, let's continue. Losadar call Arba Arba Batoch Asara. Ela filu miktat arba batoch asara. Kimisha call arba batoch asara. Now, the way people who explain this differently, Reb Chaim explains this being a question. He says, okay, I understand that the, if the window, if it's four by four, the entire thing, if it's within, as long as within Asara, clearly it's, in other words, the top of it is below Asara, then clearly that's a, that would be considered a, a Petach. However, what if the whole thing's not within Asara Tfachet? Meaning part of the window is below 10 fucking. Is that still low enough to be considered a petach? And it's left as, and it's left as a question here. I suppose other Rishonim say, well, that's okay. And not Rishonim, other Achronim here. However, haya, now the question, the Gemara continues, haya ba, haya He says, however, if the window is so big that the perimeter of it is 96 tfachim, then in that situation, clearly it would be enough even if a part of it is. So in other words, we've been talking about a Mishnah, a small window of 4 Tfachim. However, he's saying if the perimeter is 96 Tfachim, then clearly it's okay. Now, how do, let's do the translation. Let's do your maths. If 96 Tfachim, I didn't do charts for maths because I get a bit carried away with charts for maths, but let's just spend outside very simply. Meaning, what's, a, what's the one side of 96? So divided by 4 is going to be 24, correct? Now, how many tfachim are in an amma? Six. So therefore, what it's saying is, if the window is four by four amot, rather than four by four tfachim, then clearly, even if it's only partially below, that would be sufficient. Okay? Then the Gemara asks, what if hayabo hekef tishim v'shesh tfachim? What if it, the... Um, so, uh, next one. What if it was... Um, so it says, Fine. Now the question is, okay, what if it wasn't a square window, but it was a circular window? Whose circumference was 96? So just to explain that as a the area inside a square and a circle has different types of like uh, dimensions in terms of, in other words, let, let me explain it very clearly outside. If our window had to be four by four tfachim, and I needed a wind, uh, uh, and I want to put it like that size inside a circle. 
the circumference wouldn't be six. Sorry, the perim the circumference wouldn't be the same as a perimeter of a square. Okay, let's just do the mass outside. This is going to be very simple. If it's four by four. That means the diagonal is going to be times by one point four using, um, you know, Gamara mass. So therefore, it's going to be five point six, and times it by three for the circumference is going to be sixteen point eight. Okay. That is that is what that's how big the minimum circular window would be, such that you've got a four by four tefachim inside. So here, once again, we're using a much bigger si a size, which is ninety six. Now, if it's ninety six tefachim, that means the square inside it is going to be less than a four by four amot, right? Because if the square perimeter is ninety six, but a circle that's going to have to go around is going to be have to be bigger, like I've just proved to you in the in the case of the small size. So the, the question the Gemara is asking, okay, what if I had a circle with a circumference of 96 Tfachim? Do I also say in that situation is enough for only a small bit to be below Tfachim or not? And according to Rabbi Chaim, the daddy's left as the question. Okay, Sedra, Mitzvah Shem, we'll pick up here from here tomorrow. Also, have a good day, everyone.